Hey, y'all, it's Lindsay, and I'm so excited for you to listen to episode nine of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. Some guy in Austin and I discussed the debut of season four of Bachelor in Paradise and how there's so much there that we have to divide it into two separate episodes. So be on the lookout for the second one. But in this show, we will remind you of who all the players are on the island, and we'll discuss what's new with some of the girls in the cast, as well as figure out the definition of what it means to be a social media influencer. I hope you like the show. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's Bachelor in Paradise Season 4. Can you believe there have been four of these seasons? That's crazy. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and we are going to talk about both Episodes 1 and 2 of the Season 4 debut of Bachelor in Paradise. Now, ABC wants you to really, 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 really remember how successful this franchise is. Now, just forget about Season 1. We don't don't care about that. But did you know that Jade and Tanner met... At Bachelor in Paradise, and they got married and are having a baby. Did you know that? It works, Lindsay. Let me just clarify. I think if we're really, you're talking to a lawyer here. Let me be really hyper technical. (laughs) Was the season suspended or was it terminated and then reopened? Because this might actually be the fourth and fifth season of Bachelor in Paradise. Very true. The fourth season lasted. 27 hours and then that's now right. we're technically like 4.2 right nothing like, like an alleged drunken sexual assault <laughs> to ruin the season ruin it for everyone <laughs> come on yeah. now well temporarily i wanted to i have notes i have attorney notes too on harrison's little chat good um, I, his ra have, chat camp counselor i wanted to go there because i'm uh, so that was glad. a cya chat is a cy <laughs> cyabc chat is what that was <laughs> But I'll, we can get to that okay, later. I know you good. have some plans for us. Season three, Carly and Evan. Man, who knew that was going to happen? Good for them. But they, too, are married because we had to sit through it last night. And then they also are having a baby. They announced that, too. So moral of the story is everyone is vying to be the next success story in paradise and we have a few front runners already you know you can find love in 48 hours and some of these people did now when they came back two weeks later it was like a boggle game they just shook it up and people were confused because the dynamic was different but let's just start off we're going to go one by one we're going to do night one yay (laughs) get ready (laughs) one by one at this point, just remember, nothing has happened. We're pretending no one knows, because they didn't, truly. But the whole Corinne and DeMario, Camario, or Duren, whatever we're going to call it, they Camaro. Camaro has not happened yet. So everybody is, is excited, and they're arriving and, and whatnot. I think the biggest news that came out of everything in the last two nights, two episodes, was that Jorge is no longer going to be the bartender, and that makes me sad. It really he's does. Moving on. He is, and good for he's, him, but at the same time, mm, mm. He's taking his all-inclusive imaginary portion of the tip pool. 
and apparently opening up a Jorge's Torres or something. What was it called? <laughs> That's exactly what is, is it was it, called. Is it a touring? A touring bit? company. I, mean, I, I actually, I have to confess, I never do this with these shows. I actually Googled it and I couldn't find anything. think that he brought up certain amount of charm to the to the whole thing but you know i'm sure morality and sure in their their grab bag they got you know some prozac and some germ squirt antibacterial stuff maybe a couple condoms and a 25 percent off of jorge's torres so that's a good that's a good deal for everyone 25 percent off jorge's torres that's right that's right you know they'll all go back for little reunions mike flies will pay for that Harrison is wearing full linen, barefoot, talking about how, you know, this is a big deal and we're back and it's going to be great and here we go. And the first person to arrive is Raven. You may remember her as the runner-up of Nick's season. How do you remember Raven? Uh, I remember her as a small (laughs) (laughs) B-cup. And apparently... Uh, Raven has also invested some of her social media money, or she's found a clever place to hide it. <laughs> that is so true, because my next question was, what's new with Raven? And it's There's a couple bits. things that are new. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, um, but I will man. tell you, so she, I thought she looked fantastic. I thought, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out if she was In too skinny. In paradise she did? I think she did, and okay. I, I can't. I, I thought um, I always thought she was sort of she was, you know, a little butterface. You know, mm-hmm. everything was attractive butterface. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever hear that? Oh, that's horrible. She, no. Or a, a sandwich. You ever know what a sandwich is? I don't is? know if I want to know what a sandwich is. Look, looks good from ninety yards away. <sighs> anyway, so I thought she was attractive. I thought she had a great personality that made up for sort of her squishy features. But um, and I'm talking about her face, but I thought she looked great. She looked like she was in shape. She looked mm-hmm. like healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. And she needs to get rid of the Elena of Avalor hair. Um, <laughs> she needs to cut about five inches off or just get rid of the weave altogether. The extensions need to go. But th- didn't you also get the, 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 uh, picture that the raven was sort of the lead off because she's going to be kind of the team mom absolutely well well okay so yes and no i took that as she's definitely the leader she's the new michelle money if you will but what, let's don't insult raven <laughs> no i love michelle money but the whole i don't think she's the teen mom i think she is i'm a collector of information because I want to make sure nobody is sniffing around my turf. So I think she's going to be cool with everybody as long as they leave the ones that she likes alone. Yeah, I like her. She seemed, uh, I, I don't entirely agree with that. I think she's a nice person, and I think it's sort of hard to um, undo that with her, mm-hmm. you know? She's so. very, she's naturally maternal i guess that's where you get the the teen mom from but she is naturally eternal maternal and wants everybody to be okay and wants everybody to be cool but i think the minute somebody comes along and looks at ben z she's gonna west virginia hood rat Mm -hmm. next up is dean 
He is <laughs> from yeah. Rachel's season. I can already tell how you feel about him. You and I have had conversations where you say, what is up with Dean? Why, why does everyone like Dean? And I have a theory. I also think Dean is the new Jared because everyone thinks he's super dreamy and he's super attractive and they like him. But and and sort of a collective America kind of goes, oh, I, I guess I can sort of see that. But it it sort of falls down into more of a personality trait. But these guys are having a hard time developing relationships and they're scared and stuff. But I think that it is a personality thing and that he's just kind of a good normal guy and that's why people kind of want to root for him. I completely disagree, especially after I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm -hmm. But last night when um, Christina, who, by the way, I really like um, Mm -hmm. and I've always liked her, the the orphan, that's her name, right, Mm -hmm. Christina? Mm -hmm. She gave him a legitimate chance to Mm -hmm. and and he just he was like that the first time. He's very closed off. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I'm going to use the word selfish. Um, but beyond that, he doesn't really have much of a personality. Yeah, he's got a nice smile and a good set of eyes, but he's not exceptionally fit, and I think he's not exceptionally good looking. I just don't get it. He's just he's just blah to me. Well, the, there's one thing that I would add to that is when you see him interact with all the other guys, everyone loves Dean. So that says something about, to me, that says something about his personality. And even... Christina said at one point he he acts differently in front of the cameras than he does when they're not there. So there's some sort of something he's putting up, and I mean that's just his life and him being 21 years old or however he is. His um, defense mechanism is definitely his sense of humor, and yes. so I think that's what everybody's seeing. But obviously the people that he's been intimately or have attempted to intimately connect with him uh, have failed miserably. I think that's his own baggage from, you know, his Maharishi dad or mm-hmm, <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. was going on mm-hmm. at home. But uh, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't like, I don't like the guy. Mm. And Christina, it did make sense for them to kind of gravitate towards each other. Of because... course. My life was miserable. Your mm-hmm, life was miserable. Mm-hmm. My parents are crazy. My dad never saw me. I ate lipstick yes let's be dysfunctional together and right so they did okay so christina arrives then danielle comes she's the one that i call nashville she was during nick's seasons too and she has something new in her life as well again boobs albeit not at you know if if uh if uh, raven went to neiman marcus to get her boobs Mm -hmm. um danielle went to target (laughs) You think? Or, or maybe the dollar Why do you store. even say that? I never Look, even, I, I, I don't even, my brain didn't even go there. <laughs> you can tell who's got How? a good doctor. and who's How? I'm, because the, hers are not, she's a taller girl. She's like wider in the hips and you've got to have, it's got to be height and weight proportionate. And she just oh, got okay. like a, a bump up. You know, if you're, if you're go big or go home. And I'm not saying like you need big boobs and that's super attractive, but Whatever you get has to be height and weight proportionate. And if you're going to go just one or two sizes up because you're afraid of what you're going to – I mean, the, the it's got to be height and weight proportionate. And I'm just telling you from a man's perspective, the biggest mistake girls make that get boob jobs is they don't consider how they look in a full-length mirror. Mm. I'm telling you that's the biggest mistake. They either go way too big or way too small. So her boobs are – 
way too big because she's so skinny. No, 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 no. Danielle's boobs are way too right, right. boob job, way too small for oh, her body type. Okay. Doesn't do a lot for her. Okay. Well, and she I'm not, was excited look, to have something. I'm not for or against boob jobs. I just think it's like a haircut, you know. You, you, a good what, what is the old saying? A, a, I don't know if this is an East Texas thing or not. Let's do it. A good haircut should look like you didn't get one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a boob job. <laughs> I mean, people should look and go, there's something. You look great. There's something different about you. But they shouldn't go, holy <laughs> I mean, I I didn't notice it because I don't notice things like that. I'm I'm terrible at stuff like that but everybody I was watching went oh my gosh Danielle got a boob job and I thought first of all who's Danielle second of all what I don't understand and then yeah. um I also th she's she's riding that insecure line she is riding that line she's not sure that anybody's gonna like her she really likes Dean but he's already sniffing around uh the Russian girl Christina so she goes and takes a few tequila shots and She's she's she gets real sad to me. She has a, a sad disposition. So we'll see what happens with her. Next she's got a weaker personality and she's not mm -hmm. going to stand out in a group. That's the I mean, there's yeah. that's not there's nothing wrong with a person that's maybe a little more introverted or that just, right. just isn't outgoing. But they they get crushed in that environment. Right. Which is which is I mean, I'll skip ahead a little bit. What what is happening to Lacey? So Lacey had to leave because her grandfather passed away and you know she comes she comes back in the second part of it because enough time has passed for her to grieve but she's the exact same way she's she's very introverted but then she's a panicker with it I think Danielle is an introvert and just sort of cool with it and thinking yeah this isn't really my scene but I'm here Lacey panics about it because nobody likes her and nobody's talking to her and nobody wants to be with her and da -da 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 -da. so she's gonna cry 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 and that's gonna be her downfall too i think what, what whose show was she on she she was on nick's show and she arrived on a camel and said something about humping hey, that makes the penguin suit look you know reasonable <laughs> what about the shark suit yeah we want you to drive it's a dolphin suit uh -huh, number one right number right. two all right listen we want you to drive in on a camel and make a sexual <laughs> innuendo about humping but we don't okay. tell these people what to do. They have yeah, their okay. own mind and their own brain. <laughs> yeah. You guys got a camel laying around a lot here? I've got a fantastic <laughs> idea for my entry. As a matter of fact. Oh, right here. Ben Z is from Caitlin's season, which was, man, a while ago. I mean, JoJo was between that, Caitlin and Rachel, but... He was one that we called the other Ben because Ben Higgins was during his season. But all he really talked about this go around was his dog. And he wanted to impress Raven by talking so about his dog, his dog, his dog, his dog, his dog. And I thought for a hot second, oh, he has stalked her on Instagram because she always posts about her dog. But as the episode went on, I thought, no, no, he, he really loves his dog. Um, she couldn't have been more bored and I, I don't, I have been in situations. I know this is really hard for you to believe, but I've been in situations like we're talking about is Dean the short guy. Is, is that his name? No, no, no. Who's no. the short guy? Alec. Alex. Alex. Yeah. And the fact that I can't remember his name is indicative of mm -hmm. his, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in situations, I'm sure we all have where you're making someone completely uncomfortable. And, and I can tell you that I don't think there's ever 
been any situation where I wasn't eventually aware of that in the situation. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it uh, oh my, it was so awkward when he was going on and on and on about his dog. And she was like looking around the beach, looking over his shoulder. <laughs> the same is happening with Amanda and Alex, where he's just totally oblivious that she's out of it. It's happening now with Raven and Ben. So for, for our listeners who may not know, can you give us what these indicators are in your opinion? Because I feel like all the girls know what we do to show disinterest, but what clues you in as a dude whenever you take that point and go, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna land right, I'm this gonna, plane. I'm gonna start at the top of the pyramid okay. <laughs> and we'll work backwards. <laughs> um, let's take Amanda for instance. Uh, crossed arms with the knees pointing in the opposite direction of 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 me would be a definite indicator that she didn't like what I was saying. Okay tacit nods to big points I was trying to make like I'm really trying to be cool with you and I'm sure we're we're bonding and having fun wouldn't you agree Uh uh-huh uh yeah Uh uh-huh yeah yeah vague answers when it comes to um direct questions like for instance how do you feel about me well you know a week ago when I arrived I was just you know we had fun and then now I just sort of want to get to re-know everybody I mean, this, I could go on, but it was yeah. so obvious that when, when uh, my favorite was when they were on the beach and, and he says, well, I need some advice. And right. Raven, like, she just like immediately spits her straw out of her mouth. Like, go ahead and ask. Cause I already have the answer. <laughs> I'm ready for you, man. Yeah. What do you think about Amanda? Oh, I think you need to move on. And then he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go talk to her. <laughs> exactly. That, yeah. I, that was going to be my point too. If, if the girl in the squad with her is going, yeah, move on, then oh, listen. Not to, it was, it, he talked to Danielle before that. She told him the same thing. Oh, I think you need and, to move on. Okay, I'm going to go drag her away from the beach bed where she physically puts her head down and is like, oh, I don't want to go. But he gets it anyway. Oh, Alex. Speaking of somebody else who bugs, Iggy. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I mean, he he is a the absolute personification of his name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Lacey pegged him right. She she pegged him on episode two, and I was thinking the exact same thing. This dude doesn't care about anybody. He just wants to be with his bros and drink for free on a beach in Mexico for no, two weeks. No, I disagree. Oh, I disagree. Uh-uh. Nope, not I right now. It, nope, he's look, not in. Look. Nope. Mm-mm. I think he's that clueless, and I think I, no. I thought he was going. I thought the sexual assault that I'd been hearing about was going to occur when uh, Dean arrived right. and Iggy was on the beach. I mean, he ran at him like he was trying to rescue him from a shark. That's number what one, I'm saying. but I just think that that's him trying to show off. Mm-mm. Well, okay, I'll give you that. I think he is showing off, but I don't think he cares about any of the girls there. I think he cares about so cynical. So cynical, Lindsay. They're all there for love. No, I am. I am all for the love. I'm all for, I want somebody to have the Jade and Tanner experience. Believe me. But I don't, I don't think it's going to be Iggy. That guy sweats more than Roberto and Josh (laughs) put together. Oh, Roberto. (laughs) I miss him. I miss Ames too. Let's have a moment of silence for Ames. You know what? You, I had not thought of it, 
until now, but that's who Dean reminds me of. A less cool, like a poor man's Ames. There you go. Maybe that's Ames what everybody's without, saying. He's less, less gay and less intellectual. Ames is married he's married like, to a woman. Okay. He is. So it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> or he was. <laughs> Ames. Uh, Jasmine is next. She was in Nick's season. She's the one who likes to choke people. And she wears the tiniest bikini bottoms known to man. So I have to confess something else. I My Mrs. Some Guy makes me watch, or ma- started by making me watch, DCC, the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader making the team. Yes, yes. Um, Jasmine cheered for them for seven years so i'm intimately familiar with um her and i will tell you she hasn't really made a good showing for herself Mm -hmm. or i think she did on the show she was like a captain of the cheerleader the dallas cowboy cheerleader she was a veteran for seven years and you know one of those take the girls under the wing and she's completely the opposite here she's insecure she's a little nuts which i think that'll probably get a lot worse as the Mm -hmm. show goes on you know i mean she's all over every guy there she's hyper insecure and then she sort of told Ben that they were dating last night. Is it Ben? Is that the dude? No, no, no the penguin. Matt. Yeah, the penguin. Uh, the look on his face. Speaking of that, um, speaking of signs, uh, there's not a woman I've ever met that's done that to me that would recognize either direct um, quotes like "I don't want to be in a relationship" <laughs> or "I don't feel that way about you." Or subtle signs like crossing of the arms and a horrified deer in the headlights look when she says, I know you wouldn't do that to me. Mm. You wouldn't talk to other mm. people. Mm. <laughs> and Mm-mm-mm. he's like, yeah, I would. <laughs> that's going to end up bad. And and I think that's when she goes off the rails, too, because in the, the coming attractions, it shows yeah. her saying, <laughs> you want drama, ABC? Follow me. And I thought, oh, Lord, what is she going to go do? Next up is Jack Stone. He's. Rachel season, we remember him. He has that serial killer vibe, which he swears he's not a serial killer. But he's kind of vanilla, bland, Melba toast. Nothing's really happening with Jack Stone. Um, yeah, his name is the best thing he's got going for yeah, him. I know, I know. Bless no him. game, Mm-mm. no game. Um, but but he ha- do does he have more game than Alex? Wow. Uh-huh. Um, Yeesh. No. No, I, I think Alex is sort of has reverse game. <laughs> Oblivious he's like the, game. He, yeah, he's he like the he has game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alexis is the shark dolphin shelfin girl. What's uh, up with the filthy mouth? Oh, I, I had no from, idea. Yes, yes. I know you told me that. And I told you she's from Jersey. She has had a, a filthy mouth since the beginning. And that's why yeah. everybody loves her, because she just flies off the handle and doesn't care what anybody thinks. And that's also makes her square in the friend zone. She's uh, just everybody's friend. You know, I just, I didn't realize, I, I would never have pictured her, I, I don't know why, maybe it was because of the whole dolphin slash shark suit thing. I thought she was just kind of dingy, but she's, mm-hmm. uh, she's crude and foul-mouthed. Yeah, she's and got that, some bite to her. And me saying, ironically... Are we talking? Is that a shark suit reference? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Happy coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I did like the uh, the this season preview where she says, "I don't want anything in my blowhole right yes. now." 
pretty good. She's I'll give over her it. She really is. She doesn't like anybody that's there, and she's probably not going to like anybody that's there because she is there for the drinks and the fun. Her extensions are terrible. She needs to cut them off too. But are we talking about the hair or the eyelashes? Because oh, both, both could qualify. Yeah. Both. And she had the most blurring, although we didn't see a black modesty box on episode one, she had the most blurring of the boob areas. So her hers must pop out all the time. Yeah, I think she had a boob job too, but I, that did. might have existed beforehand. It did. It did. Because remember, they had a birthday for her boob job during Nick's uh, season. Okay. They gave her a little cupcake because it had been a year. Okay. But she had Fair one enough. of my favorite lines of the night because she's New Jersey and she said, it's hot as balls out here. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. I loved that. She's, yeah. she's hilarious. You, you gotta love a lady, you know, mm-hmm, you gotta love mm-hmm. her. She's um, uh, she's no Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she is. Yeah. I can see her saying, come on Dover, move your blooming ass. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, DeMario arrives. Uh, Harrison gives him the third degree. I don't know who gave that guy a whistle, but they need to be slapped because that was driving me bananas and everybody else. Episode one, he whistled with a literal coaching whistle all the time. Yeah, that was beyond annoying. Plus his over-the-top sort of trying-too-hard personality. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one thing to be magnetic and have charisma and be the center of attention it's another thing to think you're magnetic and correct mm-hmm. charismatic well he's all about vibing positive vibing which mm-hmm. you know we can we can't be 100 anymore we're vibing this season and he's gonna be the wingman for the awkward guy in the corner who doesn't know how to relate and i thought well he's talking about alex for sure i guess <laughs> but he just wants to be friends with him good I just good, picture good him carrying, carrying him around like a puppet <laughs> on his back like yoda said, yeah. <laughs> luke skywalker <laughs> jedi <laughs> oh man derek who was on jojo season he was one That's of my favorites big ears and he's seeing yes. uh, the the uh, trinidadian mm-hmm. yes she's not <laughs> well, I think he looks like Jim Halpert from The Office or John Krasinski and sometimes a little bit of Paul Walker thrown in there, but he has great forearms. Did you notice his forearms? I did. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I have no frame of reference on what constitutes Just a great forearm. Great. Kind of ropey uh, and muscular and strong. He reminds, he, me a little bit of, uh, he reminds me a little bit of Zach Braff. I could see that. Kind of goofy and mm-hmm. and um, I, yeah, he's he's a really innocuous to me. You know, I think he's the type of guy that you could talk to at a party for a good forty-five minutes and then not remember him the next day. Right. I I, I, I can see that. Yeah, he's kind of general. Yeah, and in, in, in perfect description. He's mm-hmm. very general. He's he's, he's 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 like that brown package that comes in the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, what did I order, Taylor? She drives me absolutely crazy too. She's I I don't think there's anybody that's more immature on the show than her. You think so? I she's so twenty three and mm-hmm. annoying. But she's a therapist and has tons of emotional intelligence. Uh, Corinne comes next with champagne. 
She has and swears not to quote s- jump on the first guy that pays attention to her. She is not going to do it. She swears. She has also learned the Spanish words for cheesy pasta and nap. It, she knows what in a spite of having is. yeah, of, in spite of having a Spanish nanny from birth, she knows no Spanish. Exactly. I think that speaks volumes. <laughs> you know, she was upset when she heard Jorge was leaving. Because that was going to be her surrogate, Raquel, but mm, Jorge's gone. I don't know what she's going to do. Well, it doesn't really matter anymore, but she she gets there, and it's as if a jolt just lit up that party, and everybody was excited to see her, which I think says something about her character. I'm using air quotes. I think she is playing some sort of character because everybody loves her and thinks she's great. She does this big, huge, let's all have a toast, let's do some shots, it's going to be great. And everybody gathers around her like she's the ringtail leader, and then she proceeds to jump on the first guy she sees, which just happens to be DeMario. I'm surprised that she didn't spread the wealth, if you will, a little bit on night one. She just went to, she just went to DeMario and kind of stayed there. So I, I would have it suspect, I would have expected Corinne to bounce around from dude to dude to dude, but she she technically didn't do that. One of the guys that she didn't, I didn't even see talk to, which hardly anybody is talking to, is Vinny, who was on JoJo's season, but he was also on Bachelor in Paradise last year. He's that guy that that girl, Izzy, she dumped him like near the end for that guy <laughs> oh, yeah. with 80s hair. Do you remember that? There's also Diggy, who's the guy who wears the glasses. Um, Not to I, be confused with Iggy, <laughs> the guy who sweats, who, the guy who sweats <laughs> and doesn't fit in his clothes. Diggy seems like such a normal, cute guy, and he. Uh, this is, is going to sound wrong, but he's like a nice Demario. Mm-hmm. He's like Demario if Demario was normal. If I recall correctly, he's got a legit job. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's in shape. He's a good-looking dude. Um, look, I don't like the Von Miller glasses. You know the 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 fake glasses with the 10 different frames. Right. Um, but he's stylish. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that dude. He, like I said, I think I agree with you. He's just not going to stand out in a bunch of alpha idiots. Yeah. You got to have the, uh, you got to have a Roman candle in one hand and a, apparently a whistle in the other. <laughs> <laughs> and fake boobs, but not yeah, in the blind well, yeah, That never hurts. <sighs> okay. So Matt is the penguin. I think, we remember him because Rachel loved him so much and had a hard time letting him go there at the end. And she wanted everybody to know what a great guy he is. I think what's new with Matt is it looks like he got a few hair implants, maybe some Rogaine going on there. He had a little He's bit just more fluff. Surrender to it and just shave it. Not Now, Matt is not to be confused with Nick, who was the guy who came with the Santa beard on. And, and he... You know, what's new with him, I think, is a maybe a possible drinking problem because he got plastered and is it before he got well, he maybe he was a little bit buzzed when he told Jasmine, Hey, I like you and I'm here for you. And then she thinks mm-hmm. that's sweet and, you know, kind of wears that as a crown around going, Oh, oh, somebody already likes me. And then he proceeds to get wasted and then he tries to talk to her, which was a big, huge mistake. And that's when Matt is able to swoop in as a mature adult who knows how to sort of hold his liquor. Yeah. And he probably sat in the corner and watched Jorge serve Mm -hmm. that guy until he was just took himself out of the game. Mm -hmm. 
Did you think it was odd whenever this was before Matt swooped that they were on, they were all together on the beach and they were like high school kids with a spin the bottle game telling them to kiss, 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 kiss in front of everybody? That was bizarre. That was, that was bad, bad, bad. bad. Yeah. So Amanda arrives. This is the part that made me just go, is whenever she's talking to, I don't even know who, but I guess Alex, the one who follows around like a puppy, and saying she's done digital dating and she swiped through 700 guys and they're just all awful, but she's not cool enough to be on the celebrity version of the dating app. <sighs> oh, are, are you cool enough? Have you tried? You should of try. Of course, cool enough. For, no. Yeah, you should definitely try. Yeah. We, you and I both have friends, um, famous friends that have the blue thing on Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have a, a lot of, um, <laughs> which I don't know how you get that, but the maybe you could try that. <laughs> you know, the little thing that says check or whatever that says you're, you're famous. Certified. Or... You're certified. <laughs> yeah. as cool. I am not that certified. Are cool. you certified? That should be. Our... No, of course not. I'm a complete dirt bag. No one knows who the hell I am. Except you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. The blue check. I haven't thought yeah. about that. Okay. Yeah. We I, I, we have to inquire with our mutual famous, you know, yeah. friends on get our get the blue check. Uh, I've got it, a lot of clients that we'll talk about that. I know you want to talk about social media influencers, but I've got mm-hmm. a lot of clients that have the blue check and I've never asked how you go about getting it. But anyway. Yeah, I think you have to have a certain mini uh, there's some yeah, but, sort of algorithm. Yeah, but who do you call and you how do you call. verify it? You just Here's... get it. Twitter gifts it with you one day. <laughs> and it's the best day ever. And Amanda is going to be yeah. pumped. She's going to leave her kids. It just opens up a whole different day. <laughs> She's going to leave her kids with the grandmother and go and celebrate that night when she gets certified. Because mm-hmm. now she can be in the VIP digital dating world, which is a whole new world. And uh, I know we've got to move through some of these people, but uh, what what is pathetic about that whole statement was I just picture her, you know, when she did get turned down for the famous Tinder or whatever she was trying to get on. Yeah. Um, uh, you know that ruined her day. Oh, totally. Totally. She had to take to her bed and tell the children right, to just, watch Nickelodeon for a couple hours. Just put them in the laundry room with some food. <laughs> That's what I say. Scatter some Cheerios on the floor, leave some sugar water in a bowl. Mama needs to take a Prozac. And a blanket. <laughs> and a blanket. Make sure the dryer is closed. You don't want to accidentally turn on the dryer when your child is in there. Okay, let's move on. Everybody's there. Um, well, everybody who's going to be there is there. They get a date card. It's for Christina. She asked Dean. Um It's fine. They go and kiss on some sort of platform that's in the middle of a pool while mariachi band plays and confetti falls from the ceiling. So they like each other. Next up to arrive the next morning. So we're at the next day. We're we're leading into the second day and everything goes down that night. So Robbie arrives that day. Let's say he has some sort of sponsorship giving him his chubby swimsuit wear. That's fine. You have a swimming pool at your house. I do. How many in my, my backyard? <laughs> how many swim trunks do you own as a person who can go swimming every day of the week? I actually, I, I actually, and I own two. But let me qualify that. So the only reason I have a second bathing suit is because I bought. I, I never try anything on. I just 
don't. I, I, if it fits, it fits great. If not, it sits in my drawer for years until it goes to Goodwill. Okay. So I bought the bathing suit. I wore it a few times and I couldn't, you know, like when I was barbecuing or, you know, when I, whatever, I couldn't put anything in my pockets and it drove me nuts. And so I went to the store and I bought another bathing suit with, with actual pockets and a zipper pocket in the back. And now when I'm anywhere, I can keep my keys or whatever in my pockets. So the only reason I own two bathing suits is because the first one wasn't functional. <laughs> and I, I don't think that I'm like, most of my buddies that come over to drink beer, like you're doing their shorts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think anyone. I mean, my that. dad wears cut off jeans. That's what he yeah. wears every yeah. single time. Yeah. Now, my question to you is, are you wearing like green shorty shorts like Ed wore back in the no, day? No, but they're, they're just, they, they touch just above the knee. Okay. Like they're, they're not mid-thigh. or right. you because know, I'm about Ed's to call case, you Robbie. Well, in Ed's case, you know, he'd have to put, um, you know, sunscreen on certain parts of his anatomy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. I was at my watching party, and when Robbie's name pops up, and it says that his job is social media influencer. Half the people there said, oh, that's not a real thing. What is he talking about? And I had to pause the TV and say, no, 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 no. Some guy in Austin has clients that are actual social media influencers. That is a thing. So you need to tell everybody listening what exactly that is and how you can legitimately make a living, obviously, from it nowadays. So not only is it a thing, it is a hotly, um, not contested is not the word before, it, it is a strongly desired thing among anyone in the entertainment business. Um, so the first social media influencer to really make money on it was Ashton Kutcher, first guy with a million followers on Twitter. And Twitter paid him a bunch of money to tweet. So that's how this whole thing started. And then I hate to use the word on the, on the podcast, but the Kardashians, mm -hmm. the only reason they're famous is because they're social media influencers. Absolutely. They don't do anything. Mm -mm. So I have um, just a little background. I represent a lot of um, models and entertainers in the, in the entertainment business. And I'll give you one example, which is why I have a frame of reference for Robbie. I have one client who anybody if heard her name would know that just signed a deal for she's got uh, six and a half million followers and so the baseline is about two million once you get to two million that's when people start calling you trying to get you to hawk their product and that kind of stuff she signed a deal with a coconut sports drink you know what i'm sure it's like a laxative with <laughs> electrolytes in it or whatever but um so it's a coconut sports drink and she signed a deal it's a six-month deal, 180 days. And in that 180 days, she is required to do 180 posts on Instagram in this case. It's with Instagram and this coconut company. Okay. Any idea on how much per post she gets? So, so we're talking one picture a day with her. And if you read the contract, it says, like, she has to be in it. The product has to be in it. Um, and that's their minimum. She gets more money if she puts a comment like, oh, I love this coconut water or, you know, whatever. Um, just guess how much she gets per post. For for one post. One post on Instagram. How much this company is How much pay money. Her. Yes, per um, post. $2,000. That's about right. 
Really? Yep. So she gets anywhere from fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars, and the difference would be that for fifteen hundred bucks, she just got to take a picture of herself with the thing. Um, if she makes a comment like, "Oh, I really love this stuff," or "Come check me out at you know bar one where mm-hmm. I'm drinking coconut water." Then it's two thousand or twenty five hundred bucks. So one hundred eighty one hundred eighty days, one picture a day, and the you know she's making about two grand a day on so that. So in in the in the company's mindset, they're thinking we're gonna we're gonna pay some guy in Austin two thousand dollars for this one post because we're gonna have two million people see that advertising. Well, in her case, six and a half million. And well, so six so and a half do million, the, right? Right. So do the math. If you the, one of the most expensive billboards in the world to buy is Times Square, mm-hmm. um, and maybe two three million people will see that passively in the course of a day, but where you can reach six million people instantly every day, six million people who actually subscribe to her and care what she has to say. Right, exactly. Two grand is a bargain. To to wrap up, I mean, people who really understand advertising. Um, will know why that's such a good deal, you know, because advertising works to, to the, to a degree that all of us are extremely unaware how much we've been manipulated by that. But where Mm -hmm. you actually subscribing and you believe what someone says, like a Kardashian, you are, you know, a jillion times more likely to buy their product and it moves product. So Mm -hmm. anyway, it's a real thing. And Robbie, God bless him, has figured out how to live a life of leisure. Right. (laughs) With his, what is up with his beard? Is it? I, first of all, I wouldn't, he... I wouldn't, I, I would, I would, Santa Claus has a beard. He's extremely fit and he, but he's, he's hyper metro and he's never going to land somebody that's been around real men, <laughs> you know? Which, like, is, which is so odd because he says on their date, you know, she's from Arkansas and, and Southern girls are my sweet spot. And I thought, huh, I, I find that interesting in, you know, I'm from Florida and I, and I like that Southern drawl and I like that and. And I thought I would not have thought he would have liked that. I would have put him with somebody a little bit more plastic and Stepford, he, like Amanda. Amanda. Mm-hmm. No, that's going to be perfect. And he's he's from he's a metro from Atlanta. That's a lot different than a country girl from Ho- Hoxie, Arkansas. Right. You know, it's two different worlds. Right. It's like when you and I talk about Tim McGraw. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. He's an Indian outlaw in one minute. Half Cherokee Choctaw. Half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. It's just a matter of what you're used to. I mean, you're not going to date a guy. Like she said, she can't date a dude who takes more time doing his hair than she does. And she's got the Elena of Avalor hair. That says a lot. She, so she comes back. Well, they come back and then they split up. Girls over here, boys over here. And Robbie basically says... Yeah, this is great. I've got the rose. It's awesome. We're tight. And then you go over to Raven, and she says, I can't date somebody who has better hair than me, better skin, more abs, and I took a drink every time he touched his hair. I'm not, I don't have this hyper-masculine view of country people, but the, the, the issue is is that where Robbie's Instagram followers are super impressed by his sombrero shirt and his neatly groomed beard. Mm-hmm. Um Girls like her aren't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And, and you texted me that night and said, I have expected them to start thinking, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Danny and Sandy yeah. all over again. It's like a white What'd trash you do this grease. Summer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> a white trash half metro <laughs> grease. <laughs> this would be really weird. Matt and Jasmine go on a date where he's dressed up as a drag queen. And God, they so kiss. insulting and contrived it, and set up. In fact, if you look at the editing, I think the crowd was edited in later. Oh, you think? Where she's standing up and cheering. Uh-huh. It didn't match. It okay. was I'm telling you. And and the, and the whole uh oh, we need a volunteer. Well, who right. could that be? <laughs> exactly. It was it wasn't it wasn't great for me. I mean, I thought he looked pretty. His face looked pretty after they dressed him up as a woman. But then her the whole point of it you say his the, face looked pretty after the His face good- did. His face looked very pretty. And he still had glitter in his in his eyebrows when they went <laughs> to eat. Because, you know, his Burt Reynolds eyebrows. I'm sure they collected that glitter. But he, the whole point of that entire date was for her to say, you know I'm going to be a handful. Can you handle that? And he mm-hmm. says, carpe diem, seize the moment. And I'm like, well, seize Which the day, first of all. Diem. Yeah, seize the day, mm-hmm. details. But that's okay. And then, Maybe he meant seize the day one moment at a time. Let's get sure, into yeah. Sure, un momento. Mm-hmm. So he, they come back and everybody is is gearing up for a night of fun and wells and the alcohol is flowing free. All of a sudden a producer grabs Corinne and a producer grabs Demario and all cameras are shut off. And that's how the show is. Dramatically, ends. dramatically. So dramatic. And controversially. So dramatic. What is going on? Well, we all know. So episode two, you're thinking, oh my gosh, here we go. We're going to see what happened. No, 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 no. We're going to give you an hour and seven minutes of Carly and Evan's wedding, as well as a walk down memory lane of who has made it in our franchise. He's going to marry me and we're going to go to town. Hey, y'all, thanks so much for listening, and make sure to be on the lookout for part two of episode two of Bachelor in Paradise. And if you want to read the full recap, please go to my website, IHateGreenBeans.com. It'll be under the recap section. You can check me out on Twitter at Lindsay and some guy at some guy in Austin. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Lindsay Ray. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. <laughs>